0: Laughter and a joyful heart are like good medicine.
1: Welcome to my brand new show, a new kind of comedy.
0: (laughs) 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 Laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny Champagne, laugh about it, laugh about it. With shiny Champagne, there is so much more in store, we have so much to live for, laugh about it, laugh about it, with shiny Champagne. Joy is our superpower, always takes us higher when life is feeling low, we will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow special guest comedians
1: funny story segments too we want to know what makes you laugh what brings you joy when you are blue thank you for tuning in tell your family tell a friend laughter is a gift for all so share your
0: smile and let's stand tall laugh about it laugh about it <laughs> with champagne laugh about it. With Shiny Champagne There is so much more in store We have so much to live for Laugh about it, laugh about it With Shawnee Champagne
1: Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome back. We are here with episode 71 of Laugh About It with Shadé Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. I'm your host, Shadé Champagne, and this is a brand new radio show that I've created, directed, and executive produced here on KJBU 99.3 FM. Technically, we are one year and a month old, but still it's brand new. That's me singing the theme song written by me and executive produced by Alberto Morello Hernandez in Spain in the I'll share with you more about me a little later in the episode. It's time to introduce our special guest, live in the studio with us, professional comedian, film and television actor and writer, Matt Knutson. Let's go! Hey. We ain't done yet, Matt. A- <laughs> Shoddy!
2: Hey. Thank you for having me. A pleasure does not begin to come. Yay! Yeah. Hey. We hey. 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 There's so many people who were like, this moment's never going to happen. And look
1: at us now. I haven't even done with the bio yet. So oh, as hilarious. an actor, Matt has shared the screen with Oscar winners Michael Douglas, Alan Arkin, Sean Penn, and more. He's appeared in dozens of Emmy and Golden Globe award-winning television shows like Key & Peele, Workaholics, Y'all, The Big Bang Theory, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, <laughs> Big Love, Boston Legal, and Malcolm in the Middle. You can see him reoccurring as Stephen and Bill Lawrence's Apple plus series shrinking starring Harrison Ford and Jason Segel. Y'all, as a comedian, he's been on Conan, The Late Late Show, Last Call, Comics Unleashed, and more. His stand-up special, Good News, was produced by Dry Bar Comedy and currently has millions of views throughout their distribution network. Y'all, he's been in tons of festivals, including the San San Francisco Sketch Fest and Montreal Just for Laughs, Best of the Fest, and, y'all, I can't even tell you, like, so many phenomenal <laughs> things. This would go on and on. He literally, his he's top downloads lows on iTunes, regularly heard on Sirius XM, Pandora Radio, Positive Reviews, and the Huffington Post.
2: Matt hey, hey, everybody. That wow, needs to be incredible. your intro, huh? <laughs> yeah, incredible. I'm sitting there, sitting there thinking like, well, two things. One, mm-hmm. I can't believe all those things are true, which they are. And two, I'm incredibly grateful that it's... Um, just my biography, and not like yes. a, a list of things I would love to do. Yes, so. I know
1: it's so nuts to think about. And like I said, you were just so humble and down to earth. Hey, it's like, and then you, you. Heard, and you have all these credits, and you're just like, oh, I'm just me, Matt. You know,
2: <laughs> <laughs> just chilling. I think there's a there's a, a, a ingredient to that, yes. which is age. Yeah, <laughs> all those things happen yes. over time. But uh, it still counts. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I've literally spent half my life. Yeah. In Los Angeles. Wow. And I am the sum of all of my wow. parts. Yeah. So. And you're
1: not callous either
2: I'm, i try not to be yeah. Also, like what we do is super duper hard like yes if you're going to be an actor or yes. a comedian or a writer any of the yes. crafts yes it's hard enough without a bad attitude mm, that's if you good. have a bad attitude it makes it yeah. that much harder because mm-hmm. you have to get out of bed in the morning feeling terrible mm. and then try and right. be creative and productive mm. you're like meh yeah it's a tough order that's
1: good so obviously i would ask you how you're doing but it seems like you're doing very well don't wake me
2: up i'm living the dream (laughs) yeah i I never thought this would happen but um i was on Mm -hmm. set with harrison ford oh my goodness monday oh you know and it was one of those things where you're like i can't reveal any of the details right but you're just like, hey, I'll be standing yeah. over here quietly if you need <laughs> anything. But yeah. he, uh, God bless him. He came over. He wow. shook my hand. He said, nice to see you. I yeah, just like him. <laughs> yeah, nice to see you. Yeah. Which, um, it was it was shrinking. And mm-hmm. I had never had the uh, the pleasure of meeting him before. Mm-hmm. But when you're in something like that, yeah. I know that he's likely watched every episode. Mm-hmm. So he has seen my work before. Wow. And reached out to say, hey. Yeah. You know, And then after that... Uh, I you know, give plenty of space and then uh, take yeah. care at the end of the day. And... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my goodness. <sighs> yeah. So I would ask you then, which I am going to, how was your two thousand twenty-three and what lessons slash blessings are you taking with you into this new year or that you've already been taking Why? with you?
2: Wow, that's a great question. My yeah. two thousand twenty three yeah. I have to say there were a couple of uh events that, that mm-hmm. trended throughout the yeah. entertainment industry. One being the strike. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the actor strike was months long. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed up at the picket lines when I could. Mm-hmm. I also used that as an opportunity to sit down and write the book mm. where you're not you're not expecting the phone call mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. anyone, mm-hmm. from anywhere. So right. you're just like, the biggest commodity that any artist has, or even just a person, is time. Mm. Everyone has That's the good. same amount of it from right. the time they get up to the time they go to bed. Right. How do you invest? That commodity. Mm, that's and good. if you take a class, you yeah. volunteer, right. you write, you right. make your own thing. Right. That's one thing that we all have mm-hmm. in common. So I wrote the book. Mm-hmm. I also uh, toured the the country. I did. I think six Mm states in like two, three months. Mm -hmm. So I was able to workshop the show Mm. and the special that I taped while also doing a passive book tour Mm. kind of a thing. So it was more things that... uh, I created on my own my my own projects like right. even on the tour I, I had some club work but I would go and rent a venue right and try and market it to like the local people like hey mm. um you don't have a comedy club in town but I did rent your cultural arts center wow. and I'm going to be there Thursday night at yeah. 8 so yeah. Yeah. what do you say Billings Montana <laughs> let's go yeah. I could and, see them loving you too Yeah it was a, it was a fun yeah. um, it was a fun experiment also you know, I'm in college now, mm-hmm. I'm studying business, mm-hmm. and I thought it would be a good time to implement some of these yeah. uh, skills that I picked up in right. college, like contracts, right. e- negotiations, yes. uh, marketing, yes. like all these things that mm-hmm. you could do with your free time, and so yes. I tried to do that. So wow. when I did get to the special taping, mm-hmm. I felt very confident because I mm-hmm. had run it a number of times, Right. adding, subtracting, yes. editing, And then, you know, so 2023 was, I can't say I made uh, a lot of uh, things that weren't created on my own. Mm. And for some reason, after the pandemic, Mm -hmm. there's so many more opportunities Mm -hmm. to do work on the road Mm. than I had given myself in the past. Mm. Because I had always wanted to be local Mm. because pre-pandemic, you needed to be local because if Mm. you're out of town, and then you get an audition. You're just like the guy mm-hmm. who can't make the audition. Wow! But now, if you're out of town, you're like, yeah, I'm just gonna record it on my phone mm-hmm. and I'm gonna email it in. Mhm. And I have just as good a chance as getting this job if I recorded it in Tokyo. That's good. Or from my, you know, yeah. my place here in town.
1: Snaps for that.
2: Yeah, I got. Um. A somehow I'm a doctor on General Hospital. Yeah. And you I, look like you could you play a good doctor, yeah, too. Dr. <laughs> but I got the job yeah. at a hotel room in Reno. Wow. And you're like, well, I could have been yeah. this, could have Yeah. And I, I
1: think that's so encouraging, too, because you're reminding us that we don't have to turn down other opportunities and, and not utilize other parts of our creativity because we're scared we're going to miss out. And I feel like that's one of the things that happens just as humans is we struggle with this fear of missing out, but especially as creatives. And so... You're so inspiring in countless ways and you show like Thank there's you. many ways that we can live our dreams and our passions and you don't have to be boxed in. No. And I think that is phenomenal.
2: No, And I also think too, uh, I've said this many times, but opportunity knocks. But mm-hmm. when it knocks, it has to find you working. Mm. You can't be like looking around. Yeah. Like, What's the Right. You know, you, you you can be like, oh, yeah. hey, um, yeah, yeah. I, got, I got a few minutes to right. dedicate. Like to we got to be
1: active. I always say we got we have to be active participants yeah. in our lives. You know, yeah. we take that initiative and we do what we can with what we have. You know, That's I true. love that. Yeah. So this being our Valentine's Day hey, hey. episode. Yeah. And I couldn't think of a better person to have on here <laughs> who you. is so loving and so caring. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I'm all about love and caring. So, are you a fan of Valentine's Day? And if so, how did you and your beautiful wife celebrate?
2: Well, here's the thing, mm-hmm. and that's a great question. I yeah. appreciate you asking. My wife and I have been married for 20 years. Whoop, whoop, and, and happily married at yeah, that Yeah, she's the best. <laughs> yeah. she. My wife is the American dreamer. And she's got a great sense of humor, and too. <laughs> she's got a great sense of humor. She. Uh, she's a first-generation yeah. immigrant. Her mom wow. uh, you know, came from Hungary. Mm-hmm. Her dad was from Cuba. Wow. And now she's built an incredible... Wow. Uh, Life and career. She's uh, yeah. she's an artist. She works in animation. Oh wow! But well, we, that makes sense
1: that y'all would be together.
2: Then you yeah. understand each other. So she she's in the industry, but not in the same way. Mm-hmm. She's kind of like a different uh, right, a different track on it. right. But I'm grateful to say Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. She came home from work. Yeah, we made a frozen pizza. Yeah. and had a bottle of wine. Yeah, and it was like, uh, <laughs> you know what I, yeah. I always call uh, Saint Valentine the yeah. uh, you know the patron saint of expensive obligations. <laughs> <laughs> just like, well, I got the oysters yeah. in the place. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, I would rather you know that two hundred and eighty dollars yes. that you we were gonna like, yes. go off on. Yes. Just like, just put it in the bank. Yes, and hang yes. on to it. And I know? always say,
1: if we if we love and cherish people all year round we don't have to do like the craziest things during the holidays. We can if we want to right. and if we can afford to, but it's more important to be kind to people all year round and not just on the holidays. Co-sign. You know? Yeah. Cosine. And so I, I surprised one of my dear friends who had been going through a difficult time and I just felt on my heart from me and God. I went to her job and surprised her and gave her flowers That's and sweet. chocolates and a card and a gift. And she was like, oh my gosh. And, yeah. and I knew, I was like, this is gonna really touch her. you know. And I was like, you're the only person I'm visiting yeah. today. So <laughs> to touchy. do this, and it's like so things like that. I feel like are great, but like you said, it's so busy, uh, you know, and it's so much pressure, you know, that people have. And so I think it's important that we release ourselves I think from so those too. pressures and expectations. Yeah,
2: also it makes it feel more authentic if you like you give someone flowers, yeah, on like January nineteenth. Yes exactly Shh, just because. because you're like oh, I gotta get yeah. it I'm a just,
1: we're just because people that's right yeah.
2: I never repress a generous impulse mm, that's I never good. regret a moment I've spent helping someone yes. or a penny I've spent yes. in support of things I believe in
1: yes that's so good so have you always been a funny person and when did you first discover your passion for whoa, comedy
2: whoa, whoa, whoa. I never <laughs> said I was a funny person okay? that's I that's said different. it <laughs> <laughs> um you know what I just say like that you were the class clown of something mm-hmm. is such a cliche mm-hmm. but I think anyone who uh, entertained the idea of being a comedian mm-hmm. or an actor or in the arts in some way yeah. was always kind of like eh, a little goofy know, and silly a little goofy and yeah. silly either like had like the uh, yeah. the line that they wanted mm-hmm. to say to their friends at school or yeah. even at least thought about it yeah. and wrote it down yeah. so I think the the um The origin story would be Mm -hmm. Class Clown, Friends. Yeah. After that, uh, I moved to Los Angeles and started doing open mics, started Mm -hmm. taking acting classes, writing classes, improv classes. Mm -hmm. I'm still in like a couple of improvisation groups We do shows like once a month. Yeah, wow. And that's, improv is the only Mm -hmm. by and large official acting training that I've ever had Mm -hmm. where you just find yourself in an imagined scenario and then it's a right. great skill set to it's have. It's a great skill personally set, personally and professionally. Personally and professionally, yeah. if you can show someone that you're actively listening, yeah, and let that be the thing that affects yeah. your behavior. Mm-hmm. That's just human beings. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So.
1: wow. So then, obviously, from that young age, you already discovered like that passion for comedy, and you knew that's what led you into wanting to pursue it.
2: Yeah. Wow. Maybe for the most part, and then it was just a question of like, how do you go about? Mm-hmm. Finding an avenue for mm-hmm. for performing or, yeah. or learning or yeah, you know, I didn't come from. Uh I'm not a Nepo baby. I didn't yeah. have anyone that was in the industry. Yeah. like, yeah, just take a class here yeah. or let me introduce you to my agent. Or- and
1: I love that you shared that during your special too. <laughs> and I think it was great because <laughs> even works. though you may play all these different characters and where you're, you know, you could be a doctor, you could be a president, right. all these things you shared. <laughs> I'm, y'all, I'm not going to give it away because you got to go see it. But there's a part in there you shared like about from your childhood and how you looked at a certain time. And I thought it was phenomenal because Thank once you. again, people love to make... Um, pre have preconceived notions of like oh well look at him he's, right. he's this way he's this culture he's a man right. you know i'm sure he's had to have had it easy right. he's had to have grown up with a silver spoon in his mouth right. and you show you was like actually <laughs> actually my dad
2: was a pastor and my yeah. mom was a teacher yeah you know yeah and uh it's not giving it away in the book, right but there's yeah. a thing where i'm like i show different versions of my school yes. photos oh my that was one of I'm my favorite we- bits i'm wearing <laughs> like the same shirt and what I said was, like, it wasn't because I, it was my favorite from a wide selection. <laughs> you know? Right, it right. It was, like, it was this yes. one yeah. for three years that right. was, like, the third generation yeah. hand-me-down. Yeah.
1: And your haircuts and stuff, <sighs> too. When you. Because my mom
2: cut our hair. <laughs> yeah. You know? He's like,
1: that's all we could afford at this the time. That's all
2: we could afford. Yeah. Mom, sitting on the stool yeah. in the kitchen with your mom. And yeah. And he's like, I need to appear in public. So just <laughs> keep that in mind when you cut my hair. But yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I love it. Definitely
2: not uh, Mm -hmm. country club life.
1: Yes. Yeah. And I love that because, once again, people always assume and they think to themselves, like, well, you know, this is how you look, this is who you are, then certainly it's always been like this.
2: Yeah. I think any success that I've had as an actor Mm -hmm. is because I'm a basic, Mm -hmm. middle of the road looking guy. Yeah. And for the most part, whatever. costume I'm put in. Yeah. They're like, yeah, you're the cop. You're yeah. the doctor. Yeah. You're the judge. You're yeah. the FBI agent. Yeah. You're yes. the undertaker. You're the <laughs> yes. dad. you're, you're yes. the coach. you yes. and people just kind of buy it. Right. And then once you realize how you're perceived by other people, yeah. you can mm-hmm. in, in, just not right. release to it, but just like yeah. I'm a journeyman. Right. You know, I mm. always say I have yet to hit it big, but I've hit it medium for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and a medium is, yeah hey, that's cool yeah yeah you know, well, yeah that's fine at
1: least you get to still live a normalish life
2: totally you know
1: because my sister-in-law shout out to her um katherine ebbs and my brother Raciel, <laughs> and they are very famous and cool. my brother is way more what well, we are both pretty private people mm. and so the fact that my brother ended up marrying an influencer well she was a professional accountant by day and influencer by night Incredible. and now her career has taken off so much and my brother Good is very her. famous too yeah, wow. and i'm like they are better than me because i will be like i'm disappearing into the dark because <laughs> <Totally. laughs> they can't go anywhere it's like they're coming to support me or see something wow. and they're like oh my gosh Raphael washington Catherine Evans," and wow. yeah and so um Ooh. i think it's and obviously they enjoy it and they they understand it comes well my brother accepts it because he loves her and he supports her so much That's but true. it's like she accepts that it is a part of it and so she doesn't get upset you know right. but it's like me i know i would be like
2: <laughs> i it's, just want it to be normal too it's a lot yeah i mean the um the buy-in for. Yeah. um Entertainment is you yeah. can potentially hit something big, right? And you lose your anonymity, yeah, and your ability to go to a store, and people right? People don't like, oh, yeah, you know, like I go to, yeah. um, I see Albert Brooks at my yeah. Uh, supermarket, yeah, all the time, yeah. And if he wasn't famous, I wouldn't be like, Albert <laughs> Brooks, you yeah, know? but yeah. he's got a, he's yeah, a really, um, yeah, h- humble, right, low profile guy, yeah. That helps. But I don't ever want to be in a position where you, like, can't yeah. go to the supermarket. Right, and It's
1: good to be able to just still do normal human things. Yeah. It's grounding. Yeah. You know? For go sure. To
2: places where people don't know who you are. Right.
1: I love that. I get recognized sometimes, but it's it's good that it's like people notice me. If you think you're trying to dress or I'm trying to dress down and have everything yeah, covered, if sure. they hear my voice, it's a wrap. Yeah, they're like...
2: That's right. <laughs> like... I'm there's like, no for those recognize- people, Sade, They're called fans. <laughs> Of course, course, I love them. Yeah. You know,
1: we love of them, of course. course. But like I said, if you can somehow have it where people, which I think, I and mean, you may not like it like this, and so I support you, whatever your dream is. Thank but the you. fact that you can have where you can do the things you love and make a great living off of it, but still have a normalish life, I think to me sounds like
2: Thank gold. You. Yeah, a friend of mine, <laughs> yeah. uh, comedian Mike Kaplan, gave me yeah. one of the best compliments mm. I've gotten. He's like you're the most normal person that I know. And I'm like, hey, thank you. And I know how he yes. meant that. He meant that in the yes. sense of like, you're not doing 35 to 40 weeks yeah. out of the year. Mm-hmm. You're not doing all these yeah. other things. That, yeah. uh, I also, you mm-hmm. know, know myself. Yeah. And if, if that means going out mm-hmm. and doing countless road dates yeah. or killing myself writing these other things mm-hmm. it's it's a balance of all of those things yes you got a so. balance
1: that makes sense y'all yeah. Yeah, we're listening to episode 71 of laugh about it with sade champagne make sure you subscribe to the show on spotify apple amazon and iHeartRadio. because not only do the episodes re-air throughout the week here on the station at kjbu 99.3 fm you'll get them sent directly to your mobile device after for example like when this episode uploads today you'll be able to listen to it again and again and again so how did you get into acting
2: uh well let's let's just first of all admit that they're gonna want to listen to it again, <laughs> again, again right? exactly like, oh, they do they tell put me it on the loop exactly put the loop. just put it on loop yeah you know when i first i before i moved to los angeles to mm-hmm. answer your question i had never taken yeah. an acting class in my life mm-hmm. i had never i wasn't like a theater kid in high school that mm-hmm. i was a, i was a jock i did yeah. i was on the wrestling team i played wow. lacrosse track and field um i just went to los angeles mm-hmm. and i took an acting class mm-hmm. and i took an improv class mm-hmm. and just kind of flushed it out from there wow. i remember i got my first like commercial agent mm-hmm. because he came to a sketch comedy show that i did and he's mm-hmm. like, hey uh he had a client that was in the cast with me mm-hmm. and he talked to me after the show gave me his card mm-hmm. we we met up he brought me into the other mm-hmm. two agents in the office mm-hmm. and i went in there and I read some commercial copy Mm -hmm. and I totally bombed. Mm. And they were like, oh, yeah, they're like, oh, it wasn't very good, but we're going to sign you anyway. Yeah. (gasps) Because I just, uh, I was very green, Mm -hmm. but I was working on getting better. Yeah. And I've been with that same agency for 20 years. You know. That's so, amazing. Yeah.
1: And you don't hear that as often.
2: And the agent who brought me in yeah. is no longer there anymore. Now wow. it's just the two ones that thought yeah. I did a terrible job. <laughs> but I bet you they're happy they, they kept you. Yeah, and they were right. Yes. They were right. I yeah. was not you you, know, you
1: you weren't experienced. You didn't know. You no. know No, and that yeah. that's
2: the same with like stand up and my mm-hmm. performing and yeah. it's just you I think you were saying off the air or on the air, mm. uh, the ten thousand hours. Yes. Thing, you know, where you can actually say, like yes. I've been doing this for uh, you know insert yes. time I didn't release my first stand-up album mm-hmm. until I had been doing it for ten years Wow! because mm-hmm. I knew I wasn't mm-hmm. good. I wasn't good enough mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. you just need that kind of yes and especially in this climate there's no take-backs right you know once you release something out into the universe it's just yes. like
1: yes it's, and it's, making sure it's what you want to be out there
2: yeah yeah that's su- good representing your voice yes. representing how you feel yeah your real opinions you know, mm-hmm. my first time on TV mm-hmm. doing stand-up, I had only been doing stand-up for six years. Wow. It was the Late Late Show yeah. with Craig Ferguson. Yeah. And it seems like, oh, six years, that's a long, that's a long time. It's like it's not really. In stand-up, it's especially. It's that's like really. barely a baby. Yeah, I'm telling you. And it's I like watched, a fetus. <laughs> it's a fetus. I was a stand-up fetus. <laughs> so I couldn't, I mean, yeah. I watch. I can yeah. go back and watch the set now, but it's just like. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, it's, like, what? <laughs> it's it's painful. Yes, yes. But I would rather look back and mm-hmm. feel like that Yeah. Than think, Oh, that was killer. Mm. That was the best. Because you
1: always have something you're building upon that. You're, yeah. You're growing
2: yes. and you can you can go back and uh yeah. and flinch at it but <laughs> yeah. if you don't flinch at something you've done five years ago or yeah. 10 years ago yeah you're not experiencing the growth that you need to develop mm, yeah that's my opinion
1: i love that yeah. i believe i think that's good too because you can see like you said you saw the value in it yeah. and how good it was for that time and where you were the best that you could do at that time but like you said how much you've advanced and accelerated and grown you're like mm. right. yeah I i'm
4: telling I, you i've
1: had that with some of my videos i was like i don't know if i want to keep this performance up i'm like true I'm like, you can hear the difference, you know, in in it and feel the difference in it. But like you said, you can appreciate where you were during that time. And it does inspire you to keep going.
2: One of my uh, favorite quotes is from Bruce Lee. He Mm -hmm. says, I never lose. I either win or I learn. Oh,
3: yes. I love that quote, too. Yeah, that is so true. We
1: love love martial arts here (laughs) at Laugh About It With Sade Champagne. We're all about martial arts, so that's great. So speaking of, tell us about the process of how do you write your jokes and develop your comedy stories, Matt?
2: How do I write my jokes? You know, I can't say that there's Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. um, method. Method. Mm -hmm. I do have notebooks and I have little things. Yeah. You know. You do between the notebooks
1: and your phone. Yeah. I mean, and a recorder.
2: Have some kind of slip of paper. Yeah. Jot down an idea. Yeah. And then a lot of it is getting up on stage Mm -hmm. and finding what details connect with people. Mm -hmm. And more so rewriting than Mm -hmm. writing Mm because you can get an idea out. Yeah. But a lot of times it needs a red pen mm-hmm. where you can kind of shrink wrap mm-hmm. so that either there's a laugh on every line or a set yeah. laugh on every line. Right. And, you know, everyone has a different style. Mm-hmm. But I like, even within a story, to have – you know, some Yeah, you some get you get laughs and, and you get
1: laughs up until the big laugh of what you're doing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. I don't know all the comedian terms, the right. comic terms, but I know like
2: the setup. Yes. Yeah, the setup and the yeah. punchline. Yeah. And uh, you know, a lot of people will have a story that they're kind of getting to. Yeah. And I, you know, that I respect that style too. Right. But mine is a little more setup punch mm-hmm. even for longer stories. Yeah. Yeah, so we um,
1: we had a funny moment because you know, y'all you know like uh, especially being black and being a woman, we, we go to stuff we be like yes amen, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> and I did that during oh, that special. That? I said that during your special, I was like what part? It was something inspiring and encouraging that oh, you said hey, because you. y'all he was given like I said it was I'm gonna talk more about it when we get into this, but it was like everything from a variety show to, and with comedy and music and even like inspirational motivational speaking. So of course, and you know. When people of color and specifically black people go to things live, we're going to let you know how much we enjoy it, <laughs> which all my comedian friends love. They're like, I wish more people can be, because I especially going to LA and I go to yeah, shows. Yeah. Some of the shows I go to, people are laughing and having fun, right. but other times they're too cool for school and they're just like. <laughs>
2: Amen. And
1: Eliza Schlesinger will always love when she sees me in the audience. Yeah. And I know of her through low-key comedy. Slash. Yes. and have known her for yeah. years. And she's, uh, and she's so funny because she'd be like, she's like, y'all need to get the stick out of your butt. And she's, obviously she used different words, y'all. And she's like, right. if this girl right here, she's the only one who could act should actually be offended and she's laughing and having fun. She's like, why don't y'all be having fun? And it just was so funny because right. I'm like hollering laughing and my friends and I are like hitting our hands and just enjoying it. <laughs> and so he said something really inspiring during the show. I think you, probably I feel like you said something about how it's never too late to learn something new, which is one yeah. of the things I inspire yeah. you inspire me about. And I was like, amen. And he was like, well, I knew we were going to get a little religious up in oh, here. <laughs> oh, that's
2: right. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, it's like oh, thank goodness somebody brought religion. Inside. Yes, because my dad was a pastor. Yeah, I remember you saying you know, that? So yeah. I, I grew up going to yeah. church all yeah. the time. But
1: even people say "amen" to stuff that I don't even have nothing to do with.
2: Yeah, amen.
1: <laughs> nothing amen. with amen. spiritual or religion or faith. But it just was. I was like, "Yes, that's a good word."
2: Let it be so.
1: Say it to us, man.
2: Amen. So,
1: out of all your gifts and talents, which do you enjoy more: stand up, acting, writing, or playing musical instruments?
2: Oh boy, I would have to say. Oh, what a great what a thoughtful question. <laughs> I had never yeah. thought of it before. Yeah. But playing music pretty great. It's probably why did I have a feeling you were going to say that? Because there's no pressure Mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. It's just something that I kind of do for fun and relaxation. Yeah. I just started to fold it into my act after the pandemic. I I love it that you did that. Thank you. I had never done that before. And you do
1: multiple different ones. And the video setup that you, y'all have got to. When this special comes (laughs) out, I'm telling you, you're going to love it. Thank you. And so I do find that interesting that that's the one you chose, you know, because you have so many gifts and talents. Thank you. That,
2: and I would say, Improvising, mm. improvising, yeah. and doing like uh, ensemble improv. Yes. Or improvising mm-hmm. within the context of the act, mm. which is another thing that I mm. had a goal for. It, w- what I'm calling it is the one man variety show. Yes, that is that's my, exactly that what you the did. Show. So that's there exactly are um, there are bits within. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I made this up, but I yeah. call them improvised sketches. Mm, wherein I like that. you have the skeleton yeah. of the premise, mm-hmm. and then it's different for you every night. Mm, you know, like yes. uh, one of the bits that uh, yeah. that I did that night was like this radio station. DJ, yes. So, Katie, that I KTZM. So, guys, get out there. And reading all the requests and everything. And so, the bit that I had set up was. There's a dish in the lobby, mm-hmm. and people can just write their made-up events. Yeah, you know, like I had a standee. Yeah. and the call to action was like yeah. cloud appreciation. Yes, Day, the paperclip convention. Yes. Yeah, things yeah. that are just yeah, you like not Yeah, right? and then there's a section <laughs> of the show where I yeah. am the DJ. Yeah, and I announce the yeah. events that are happening. Oxnard, yeah, Oxnard, get out there, guys! Yeah. Ninety-nine tree. <laughs> and you, uh, they would. I would pull some things yeah. out. And then whatever the audience suggested, mm-hmm. I would just kind of improvise a little yeah. message about it. The, mm-hmm. the Captain Crunch Bar Mitzvah guys <laughs> celebrate a young Jewish boy's <laughs> journey to manhood with one of your favorite Crunch I love it.
1: And the way you did it was so unique in the way <laughs> and the, it happened, too, because it reminded me, but it's not the same, of how they would do... Um, have especially grown up in church, and they have people that do the announcements or that come up and do it. And you're like, D- "What do this have to do with anything?" Right. Or it's supposed to be like a testimony. And so I love how you turned it around, and it was within <laughs> a radio station and with the community and people putting in these weird like Thank announcements. Thank you. I, there's yeah. another
2: element too, where I think. Yeah. You know, you see a lot of like crowd work videos, yeah. and you see that. Yeah. When people go to shows, it's not they want a, another wrinkle besides just yeah. sitting and listening yeah. for an hour. Not that that's not right. You know, yeah, completely valid right. show. Right. Right. But this g- lets them get their voice yeah. in there and have that charge of like maybe he'll pick mine. Yeah. You know, and yeah. by the premise itself, they know I didn't make it up. Right. You know, I didn't write any of this right. slips of paper in there. Right. Right. So I'm learning something mm. in the moment. Yeah, and we're all experiencing it. Together. Right. Right. And that kind of connection is. Yeah. Yeah. Really uh, unique and fun for me.
1: Yeah, I love that. And you tried Thanks. some crowd work, too. And I've been wanting to post this recently and I probably will. People don't understand unless if they are creative and an artist and someone who supports comedy the way that I do. It's like when a comedian posts their bits, it's like. That is like treasuring gold. Like, you right. people work so hard <laughs> on their true. jokes, and for you to just expect everyone to just post co- tons and tons of new jokes, I'm like, that's why people post crowd work. That's fine to post it, and I don't get upset with it right. because when you go to their show and you pay to go to their show, or if you happen to know them well and you want to promote and share and they put you on their guest list, but the point is, you go to their actual show, right. then I feel like you can get rehearse you know and prepare jokes right. and in the whole set list I, I don't agree. feel like it's fair and so people get upset because then of course now people expect more of the crowd work which I yeah. can see on both ends how they could um, it could be hard for people yeah. but I feel like the crowd work is better to post because then you don't burn unless if it's someone like you and you've been doing it for so long and you have tons of jokes but still you can burn through a lot of your material like that yeah that's and so true. unless if it's just material that you have for social media that are jokes right. you know and then you have the ones that are for the show, but that's a lot right. of work.
2: Well, the bit, and yeah. it, you know, it's not giving it up, but yeah. like I, I, I said, like one, yeah. of, one of my goals is I, I, don't do a lot of crowd, work, yeah. But, but I like to that. try, yeah. <laughs> And then I just like I bring the lights up and yeah. like, sir, what's your name? And you're like yeah. Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Well, I think they went pretty well. I know. I love you know, that. You're just like yeah. I like that because it, it the, yeah. the, their expectation yes. is it's going to be this big, yes. like drawn-out thing. Yes, they're uncomfortable because they don't know yeah. how it's going to go. Right, and, you know. So right. to kind yeah. of pull the rug out and yes. like good, and it's also it's a satirizing crowd. Work. Yes, I love it a little bit. Yeah, just a little I
1: love bit. it. So, how much has the industry changed since you first began your career?
2: Boy, what a great question. Um, you know, with the streaming, a mm-hmm. lot has changed. Yeah, uh, and also what I was able to do when I was first getting started, and mm-hmm. I actually have a, a yeah. commercial audition this afternoon. Yeah, I've been was able to do a lot of um, yeah. commercials. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, yeah, that market is has changed yeah. dramatically, and with the streaming, nothing ever goes away. Mm-hmm. Nothing goes away. Right. There was a time. Where you could do something and it would just, mm-hmm. be, unless it was syndicated, mm-hmm. like say like the the Fresh Prince of Bel is like right. a good, it was it was on NBC, but then it, yeah. now it's on Channel Five, and, right? You know, before the streaming era, mm-hmm. if it wasn't syndicated, it just went away forever. Mm. You know, even like YouTube, there's some you know deep channels where you, maybe you can find something, yeah. But uh, now, once you create something, the expectation is. Yeah. Non-existent, right? That it will ever go, away. and that's like, probably
1: why, like why you said, it's so important for us to make sure when we are doing something that it's something we don't mind that's going to be out there.
2: Agreed. You know. Yeah. I mean, I, I I get people. I did a few episodes of Big Love, mm-hmm. like two thousand five, mm-hmm. six. Mm-hmm. They they're yeah. airing in some capacity, yeah. one way or another. Yeah, and people are revisiting it or seeing it for the first time. Wow. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so, that is a big change. And there's a global market. Mm-hmm. Netflix is available. In yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: South
2: Africa, yeah, Canada, right, uh, yeah. France. it's right. all it's all over the world. Right. So the idea of like, oh, it's on ABC, yeah, NBC, CBS, yeah. Th- that that notion has gone too yeah, where you're just gonna yeah. get like big views right in. I mean, digitally, yeah digitally yeah so the nielsens are important but also they think more broad right broad appeal
1: that makes sense that makes sense take us through any pre-show routines that you have it's about to be show day Mm. what's happening Right, either leading up to it or you're at the venue now. Like you just had the your show at the West Side Comedy Theater. Shout out West. to them in Santa Monica, Santa Monica I love the them. Yeah,
2: yeah. you know what? Uh, before I went to the show, mm-hmm. I usually like to uh, have a set list that I bring yeah. out. And it's some maybe some older material that I feel comfortable yeah. with. Then in the middle you have some newer stuff that you might want to try and then you close with something that you have a little more Mm -hmm. experience doing. Mm -hmm. So I'll put together 10, 10, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Also, I always have a set list uh, on my bulletin board in my office Mm -hmm. and I just put it in my pocket and Mm. have it with me no matter where I go. Mm. Because there's been so many times where you're you're at the improv and you're sitting at the bar, they're like, oh, this guy didn't show up and you're like, hey, you so know, be prepared
1: can, at any time to be able to do it. That's good.
2: Yes. Uh, Ron Howard said, yeah. uh, confidence is preparation in action, mm. which I really respond to. Yes. Yeah. Then you don't have to like, yeah, well, what I got to, you yeah. know, you see the people at the bar. Yes. Jotting down their, their thoughts and it's just like, yeah. you know. So. Mm, that's good. I try and like at the very least mentally map how it's going to go mm-hmm. in my mind, mm-hmm. but then also be ready for anything yeah. that comes up. Because mm-hmm. in a way, sometimes when you're in a room and somebody drops a bottle of beer mm-hmm. and you just keep going like nothing happened, you just, mm-hmm. it's a denial of a moment. <laughs>
5: you know what I mean? Like In improv, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: the bottle dropping, that's yeah. that's called an offering. Yeah. <laughs> you're being offered like an opportunity yeah, to yeah. just, even yeah. if you just say like, yeah. you know, put that on my tab. Yeah. I, I, just some acknowledgement in any way. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's the preparation, and then there's also kind of just staying loose and being open for the moment. Yeah. yeah. And then I, um, you know, I'll record my sets mm-hmm. on my phone mm-hmm. and like listen back. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I hear something that I like, oh, this could, maybe there's more, or yeah. th- this isn't as, mm-hmm. uh, as strong of a premise as I was hoping for, yeah. or, you know. Yeah. But, if there's one thing I can say is I repurpose a lot of things. Mm. I take things that I've used before, and even in like the the one-person show, yeah, there's a, a section where he where I interview for a job. Mm-hmm. But that was just a short film that I wrote and directed and mm. took it to the festival circuit. Wow. It like premiered in Chicago. Wow.
1: Congratulations. Thanks.
2: So I just like cut out, uh, you know, the beginning. And Y'all, I he forgot to it. mention
1: in his bio, director, <laughs> director as well. Right. So All I, the
2: things. I had all the things. Um, in somewhere in the half hour yeah. section of the show mm-hmm. where it's me literally interviewing for a job mm. and saying 100% the truth about my qualifications, mm. which are. Not much. <laughs> high school graduate. You know, I'm yeah. a high school graduate. Yeah. Wow. And there's other these these deficiencies. Yeah. Where, like. When I get really stressed, my vision blurs. Mm. I'm slightly dyslexic. Mm. I don't know any programs, mm. you know. And I'm just at this interview, like <laughs> saying, like, "Hey, these are pretty good." Uh, I, you I know? love that video. <laughs> <It> so <laughs> funny. <laughs> Thank you. And the, uh, the the actor in that is uh, is Raul D. Lewis, yeah. Yeah. the star of Cool Running. Wow. The, yeah. So, I know. I was
1: like, I'm seeing lots of familiar faces. Dude, I'm sure over the years too, you have made so many great connections and friends.
2: I'm very grateful to say yeah. that's true everyone who you
1: know, t- and everyone I've talked to has mentioned you is all like oh my gosh Mac Newton, he's so wonderful okay, he's so great thank you <laughs> it,
2: and having the taping there yeah. it was really nice to see the collection of mm-hmm. all these people from different walks of my life yeah. because I've literally lived in Los Angeles for half my life wow and yeah. when I came to town I was doing yeah. production assistant work yeah. on student films so you really
1: built your started
2: from I had started never, from the bottom now he uh, here hey, yeah. hey. I've <laughs> never been on a yeah. uh, set before in my life Mm-hmm. I didn't have any experience, mm-hmm. but when you put yourself in a position where it's, it's a pretty low buy in yeah. you're just like, well, I can show up on time yes. and I can empty these trash cans yep. and I can be yes. a source of yes. support and positivity. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's hard. And, and I think that's one of the challenges nowadays is I feel like because there's access to so much, people don't realize how great it is to be mentored and to be able to do be able to do all different types of positions and things that they'll think is too low for them. You know, it's like I had from mentors of mine where I would show up to their events and if they need me to like do things for them in between the shows where I'm handing out flyers or programs, I'll do it. And I'm just wanna be in the environment of what they're doing. And I'm learning so many things behind the scenes that have really helped me and that open doors to where it's like, oh, you wanna, you have supported me in this way. Okay, I have this event I'm doing at the Grammy Museum with Angela Bassett and Lettucey and I wanna have your radio show cover it. And I'm just like, (laughs) <laughs> or you're just like, that's oh, my right. gosh, and and be the only press and media that's there. Right. But through the, the, the relationship you built with these people and them seeing that you really care about them, it's important. Yeah. And so I think that's a hard thing nowadays. And I don't know if it's just in society overall because we try to act like it's only a certain age group. But I feel like overall... A lot, not a lot, but some people struggle with like a sense of entitlement. Like mm-hmm. just because I have a gift or a talent, just because I want to do this, you should listen. Everyone should just come and support this and do this because this is what I want. And I'm like, it don't really work like that.
2: Right. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> Maybe it'll work like that at yes. some point. Yes. But when you are yeah. um, when you are shutting yourself off from the grassroots, yeah. from the community, yeah. you know, yes. it, 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 it's tough to... Yeah. You know, just be holding the megaphone the whole time. Right. When you should be putting that down and, and yeah. leaning into people. Right. Instead of making announcements the whole time, it's just like, how can I be in support of you yes. and what you're doing? Yes. Also realize the value of their contributions too mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah. acknowledge that. Yes. And I've always felt like I don't feel like I'm sucking up to someone if yes. I really mean what I say. Exactly. Yeah, I feel like I'm sucking up if I'm like, if I say something is great when I didn't like it, right? That's different, right? But if I thought something was great, I'm going to yeah. tell someone yes. it was great, yeah, and I really loved it, yes. And there's a moment where, yeah, mm, yeah, you can you can have that and not be. Mm-hmm. Uh, fake
1: right I believe that a, there's authenticity yeah. and people love it when you're sharing with them those things because you know being creative as an artist we can get in our heads so much and mm-hmm. we're always seeing the flaws and the negative things so when you have someone and people that are able to genuinely tell you what they liked which is why people never hear me review stuff that I don't like
4: right.
1: I will great. never ever review it no yeah. one will know I'll tell my loved ones in my life personally about it like mm, this wasn't really but yeah. I will never say it publicly because no one needs to hear more negative reviews and bad <laughs> things about it I can just keep it to myself
2: <laughs> amen yeah and i mean i don't know how this yeah. transitions to the yeah. book but yeah. that's exactly what my book is yeah it's only stories that are positive I and love uplifting that. about people yeah. who were great yeah so there's 40 chapters yeah and every chapter is just the name of the celebrity yeah. who was the best yeah from adam sandler to yeah. william shatner wow and so if you just flip it open you can jump yeah. to any story yeah. and just hear like yeah hey um yeah yeah brian cranston was yeah Awesome. Yes. Yeah. So, just so uh, you know if you like him already, yes hope you like him just a little bit more when you hear Yes.
1: Y'all, we got so much this. more coming up with it and we're going to talk all about that as well. <laughs> Before we go into our break, I want to have you share with us, how do you prepare for auditions and how do you not take it personally when you don't book a role or job what, you really wanted?
2: What a question. Um when I'm sitting down with a piece of material, I sit and I I read it and I try and figure out what why the scene is written what Mm. is the um what is the writer and Mm -hmm. what is the director going to try and convey with Mm -hmm. this character Mm -hmm. you know for me i haven't done a lot of like big budget movies Mm -hmm. most of my career has been in episodic television Mm -hmm. and then movies every once in a while Mm. so as a guest star you're coming on and you're you give a lot of exposition, mm. you know, and you're you're driving the story forward. Mm-hmm. So when your character is talking to Mark Harmon on mm-hmm. NCIS, mm-hmm. you know, do you why is the scene being written? Mm. It's to say, like, hey, this yeah. is why these two bodies mm-hmm. were buried in the same casket. Mm-hmm. And you're like the funeral director. That was like <laughs> a job that I did. Right. I mean? Right. So right. I, I, it was very like. For that particular role, I yeah. wasn't like like it wasn't who is this guy? It's yeah. Just like I am polite, I mm-hmm. am professional, I have command of the facts. Yeah, uh, you know, so you help move the story along in that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times, uh, I stole this mm-hmm. from Sonia Braga. Mm-hmm. I will type up my script yeah. in a Word document, mm-hmm. and I will type everyone's lines, and then I will make my lines in twenty mm-hmm. font. Mm-hmm. So it's bigger, yes. And then I print it out, yeah. And I will just kind of review it, yeah. A lot of times, if something is well written, mm-hmm. it's easy to memorize mm. because it's conversational. Yeah. I find the most difficult times I have is when I can't, mm-hmm. I can't understand why it's written, yes, or it's written in such a way where just like mm-hmm. well, nobody really talks like this, right? So it's, uh, yeah. it's it's clunky. Yeah. Um, like I did, like the the General Hospital. Yeah. Uh, for example, mm-hmm. it was really well written. Yeah. But my doctor uh, is treating this patient with ALS, mm. so he's trying to give him the facts. Mm-hmm. I'm also, hey, I'm very empathetic towards you, right? You know, so you, yeah, you see what qualities that you have mm-hmm. that you can lend to this. Yeah. And then if the character's not like that, what have what behavior have you seen in other people that you can kind of, mm-hmm. you know, put mm-hmm. into that too? Yeah. And I also just try and, um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: memorize everything. Show up early. Yeah. And be ready to, to yeah. surrender your idea mm. after you get a, the first note from the director, because mm. the first the first pass is yours. Then when you start to get notes, they have an idea that they want to take it to. Right. And i have never been like the, you know, the Ryan Gosling where Like I got it, you know. <laughs> and even him, I think he yeah. was, he was v- would be very open to right to working and collaborating. Right. That's good. So yeah, bring yourself, and then also know that yeah, what you're. I don't know i don't want to say type yeah but like know who you are and why you got hired mm, that's you know? good. so if you show up and you're supposed to be the helpful guy yeah you like got like a bunch of stubble and you're yeah. smoking and you're the, yeah. you know it's yeah. just
1: yeah and then if you don't book that role how do you not take those things personal
2: well i always say yeah if you don't book the job mm-hmm. book the room
3: mm. uh,
2: if you do a good job or at least you yeah. execute your idea you're not going to get it anyway. Yeah. Like most of the time, you're not going to get anything. Mm. Um, but... You're like, you, it's way more no's than yes. It's way more no's. It is really <laughs> yeah. like, you know, yeah. there's one of the chapters I say in the book yeah. of Scott Bakula. Yeah. Is the chapter. Yeah. And it's like, you know what? 97% of the time, it's yeah. no. Yeah. It's no. Yeah. But then there's that 3% of the time. Yeah. And those 3%, they're pretty sweet. Yeah. You know, so you yeah. get to hang out with these people right. and you get to be around it, it right. them. Right. But if you are counting on every job coming through right. for some kind of uh, self – to receive the, your value from someone else. Right. It's like, eh, if you did your job, you just kind of walk away. Mm-hmm. They still have 20 people to pick from. right. So if a doctor told you, like, you have a 1 in 20 chance of living. hmm I wouldn't feel that good right so mm-hmm. also know that the people in casting producers and directors they don't have a lot of time to reach out to everyone who didn't get it right so they're going to call the one person that did mm-hmm. and then the rest of them are just going to be on the list for, yeah. for the next time mm-hmm. so i think there's something about having the confidence to yeah. do your idea and walk away yeah and then if they don't if they don't buy you, yeah, you're you're on the list for next time. Like, yeah, before doing NCIS, I, yeah, I read the, for the show fourteen times over eight years. Dang. Yeah, and all fourteen of those, times. Wow. And all of them went fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It wasn't like a yeah. moment where I was walking back to my car like yeah. you idiot. Yeah, yeah. It was just like yeah. no, this is my. Yeah. And then when I finally did get to the set, yeah, um, the executive producer and one of the writers, uh, this yeah. wonderful man Scott Williams, he's like. So glad we could finally find the right part for you. Yeah. And it wasn't that I was just like, Mm. I was not doing work that could be very valid on the show. Right. It's just like, oh, we went with this guy because he looked like the mom that we already hired. Yeah.
1: That makes sense. That
2: stuff is so. And like you said,
1: yeah, you can't take it personal. And I know it's easier said than done, but I feel like you said, having that confidence, doing your best, like you said, winning the room, all those things are great advice and just preparing for each opportunity that comes your way.
2: Yeah, I, and I also think there's something to be said about um, having a diversity in your life of mm. like, if you're sitting around waiting to get like an acting job, yeah. you just like, there's too many other things you could be doing mm-hmm. instead of focusing in on that. Mm. If that's one of like the eight interests you have in your life, mm. you'd be better off like, hey, yes. I'm gonna put this audition down, yes. and then I'm gonna go drive a shift for Meals on Wheels, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to mm-hmm. go exercise, mm. and then I'm gonna spend some time with yeah. my friends playing poker. Yeah. You know, the more Yes activities you have in your life yeah. the less everything is so precious
1: and, we, and, and not only that it makes us I feel like it really helps us as creatives because some people we can get so boggled down in that and then I'm not able to enjoy my life and enjoy yeah. the people in my life and I believe part of what makes us great creatives and we're able to connect and emote with people for emote and even as a musical artist having that musicality is because the fact that my life is filled with so much love and joy and excitement and all these other fun things and nature and faith and spirituality so I love that y'all we want you to go and actually watch the most recent review that I posted it's also on Matt's page and we can see there how (laughs) we got to meet each other my review of his special all those good things all my favorite things about him make sure you watch that and comment on it I've been getting a lot of great comments from you guys and sharing it and we're so grateful we're actually going to go into our first song break especially with this being our valentine's day special this is a brand new song that's out i really love this artist her name is aquila and the song is called bloom keep listening to laugh about it with sade champagne radio show on 99.3 fm
6: Sweater back in your house bluffing I just want to keep you around could we pour something we can barely pronounce it was difficult to say I love you out loud been a minute since I went and took the love route but you visit and you kiss away myself though any closer to the sidewalk when we go out you see me in everything you do how you call my name Sunday afternoon come and make it rain. The flowers bloom, ease my pain. Always tell the truth, can't answer with yeah. somebody, oh, What is it you see? What is it you see? Tell me, why do you believe in you? Would you keep your schedule free for me? the universe I'd find you I'm falling you're my favorite thing to cling to you love me with my past but I can't undo my future sing. everything you do how you call my name Sunday afternoon come and make it rain let the flowers bloom ease my pain always tell the truth game You're free from oh, oh, oh. Love it here, please And go Ooh.
1: Welcome back to Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. You're listening to episode 71 and we still have the phenomenal, the talented, the dapper, the two cool, but cool enough.
3: (laughs) Matt Knutson (laughs) live in the studio with us. If you
1: you want to be a sponsor for my laugh about it radio show or donate to any of the work I'm doing, please reach out via email or on my social media through my platforms. And in person, I'm blessed to reach thousands of real life people every week. Before we go into a game with Matt, we have some announcements. So first off, happy belated birthday to my fam, bam, Morgan J. Happy belated birthday. Y'all know he does the intro and outro of our segment. That's coming up next and happy belated birthday to my sister crystal marie that's my girl and so happy belated birthday to her also shout out to sherry Shepard, y'all she has a new comedy competition happening on her show on the sherry shepherd show called funny over 50 where she has women that are over 50 years old who have not gotten a big break in comedy and they're competing to be able to win a spot to perform on her show and to open up for one of her shows that she does across the country and so y'all know i'm a big fan we're big fans of sherry Shepard here she is another great reminder of it gets greater later and the older we get the finer we get and so shout out to her shout out to all the women that are on the show shout out to dana keel who i saw her video that was on the show also alicia cooper one of my dear friends her she's on comedian pierre's popular podcast on youtube she's going into all the behind the scenes of comedy and her different experiences and so make sure you check that out check out michael Lenoci on tour M I C H A E L L E N O C I dot com. He was in Florida right now with Maddie Chimber and who's a friend to the show, and my girl Mandy Martino. And they have upcoming shows as well. M A T T Y C H Y M B O R dot com. And lastly, shout out to my girl. Michelle Malazaki February 22nd at 8pm The Fine Imports show at The Crow in Santa Monica only $15 and February 24th at 8pm Ali and Friends show at Ha Ha Comedy Club in North Hollywood All right, Matt so we're going to play Say What?
2: Incredible uh, (laughs) light to shine on all those people thank you good for you thank you absolutely and
1: nobody has to pay anything to get promoted on my show and be on my show and that's how it's always going to be
2: that's great I love it you're a real mensch
1: so we're going to play Say What, where we ask you rapid fire questions. You have to answer with the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready?
2: Okay. Uh, let's find out together.
1: All right. It's time for our Say What segment. Say what. And shout out to Morgan Jay, who does Morgan the intro Jay. and outro of this segment. Favorite comedian?
2: Brian Regan. Favorite
1: actor? <laughs>
2: uh, Harrison Ford.
1: What's the best live comedy show you've ever attended?
2: Seinfeld at Caesars Palace.
1: When was the last time you laughed really hard?
2: Uh, My wife sent me a text.
1: (laughs) Best compliment you've ever received from a fan, supporter, or audience member?
2: Uh, It was from you when you called my show a Variety Show, even though we didn't talk about it. (laughs) I loved it. You kind of sussed that out.
1: Yes. What do you love most about being a comedian?
2: Uh, Every idea I have, I get to try.
1: What's the hardest thing about being a comedian?
2: When you fail, it's uncomfortable for everyone.
1: (laughs) (laughs) What do you love most about being an actor?
2: Um... Being on set, being around the crew, it's a little family and it's the best.
1: What's the hardest thing about being an actor?
2: Um, You don't always get a lot of uh, jobs that you want and um, people don't think that you have a real career.
1: Mm. (laughs) Until you start bringing in that real (laughs) money. Exactly, yeah, yeah. What What brings you joy?
2: I love um, playing music and running.
1: Mm. Who or what inspires you?
2: My wife inspires me. She's the hardest working woman I've ever known in my life.
1: Your favorite comedy movie?
2: Oh, Animal House. Number one movie of all time for me. Number one.
1: Okay, I need to go check that out. Lastly, favorite place you've performed live so far?
2: Uh, I did a show at the Throckmorton Theater in Mill Valley, California, mm. and it was—it's uh, always old little towns like that. It'd be the yeah, funnest. <laughs> it was the—it was the m- most fun I've had doing like a showcase yeah. set. Yeah. Uh, the woman, like after the show, like she had my CDs and she was yeah. pushing them on people. You yeah. have to buy it. <laughs> and secondly, I would have yeah. to say, uh, my show at the Dynasty Typewriter uh, was my favorite. Yeah. L- hour. Yes. of headlining I've ever done.
1: I loved it, y'all. Thank it you. was A+++. Plus plus plus. You, you, you just survived. Say
2: what? I did survive.
1: <laughs> I <was laughs> So now this is the time. Okay. What's next? Please tell us what you're currently working on, what you have coming up. Share anything you'd like to promote from the past, present, or future. Have I seen you in anything? Book is on Amazon. It has several five-star reviews. Hey, thank you, you out here killing it. Thank you. We got copies here in the studio. It's going to be on my spring reading list. I'm so excited and wait. so honored that yeah. you have gifted me with this gifted us with these beautiful books it was my so pleasure. tell us all about it
2: well uh the book i think we were talking about it a little bit yes. earlier it's basically all of my not all of my but like my top 40 yeah. pushes with fame yeah that i've been able to wow to meet and work with and it's mm-hmm. um you know dick van dyke key and peel wow. sugar ray leonard uh gary Busey. yeah all these random people. And positive just, stories that you're sharing. That they're all positive wow. stories of yeah. just people who were really nice yeah. and normal and mm-hmm. classy yeah. and gracious and humble and funny. It'd
1: be hard for people to be mean to you, though. <sighs> they have to be someone that's having a real bad day <laughs> and that just is not book. like people. <laughs> Anybody that could be mean to you, i gonna look you. at them hey, suspicious. Hey, thank you. That's thank suspicious.
2: You. But also, um, you know, in in much in the same way as your show, mm-hmm. you want to shine a line on the positive. yeah, There's a lot of things that you could say that is... Is going to be like dishy and backstabby, right? But uh, for two reasons one, I don't really like to hear those stories, yeah. Because when someone tells me a story that's like, um, you know, trashing someone else, it makes me judge the person that's telling me the yes. story because you're like, Oh, you're gonna be like a gossip, yeah, like a little, like a teenager, yeah, where's junior high, yes. Also, you know, in uh, uh, in the entertainment industry, you, yeah, you don't want to burn any bridges, right? You want to keep every avenue open to you because right. most of the time you never know yeah. when the next opportunity is going to come And
1: everybody's from. connected in one way or another. Yeah.
2: And, yeah. and if there's some kind of like news where you're like, yeah, he wrote a book and he like burned his whole uh, yeah. contact list. You're like, yeah, <laughs> it's easier yes. for me to share the positive stories because yes. I'm grateful that they happen mm. and I'm excited to share them yes. because not only are they true, yeah, but I think when you hear them, you're like, yeah. And you know what? I like Alicia yeah. Silverstone even more now. Yes. Because she Oh, was, I love her too. She was sweet. Yeah. And um yeah. thoughtful.
1: Yeah. I'm looking at the reviews on here. You got so many great ones. I and I love this. Um, I actually wanted to write a song like this, but I haven't finished it yet. And yeah. it's um called Good Guys Finish First. <laughs> Good guys finish first. Because you know, and so I like it. The comment says, Nice guys finish first. One thing that Matt Knudsen's book disapproves is the old quote from the Brooklyn Dodgers manager, Leo sure that says nice guys finish last matt's stories prove that through perseverance hard work and the right attitude you can have a successful career in hollywood i'm looking forward to reading volume two of have i seen you in anything when it, that comes out in 20 years
3: hey yeah you got so
1: many great reviews on thank here you. great gift for anyone set on a dream matt gained success from the hard work and a stellar attitude basically as good as being the child of a Hollywood producer. Okay, that's not true. However, <laughs> this book is joyful and hilarious, and there's people taking pictures of themselves with your book, which I'm gonna do too, yeah, as well.
2: It was just uh, it was wow. been really touching to uh, to see that response from the community. Mm-hmm. Wow. And a friend of mine uh, uh, said he sent it to his mom. Mm-hmm. He sent a copy to his mom. Yeah. And so that that to me, when you get that like someone enjoying it and yeah. then taking it to the next level of getting yeah. it as a gift or referring it to yeah. someone else. That really means a lot. Y'all, and it's only
1: 15 on Amazon. If you got Amazon Prime like I do, it'll be here in two days. Yeah you know cuz we like things right now
2: <laughs> absolutely and what i did was yeah. i did you two. have a
1: black and white copy and a color and copy and
2: color i wanted to give people yeah. the option i know yes. every penny counts yes. so there's a color one that's a little bit more Yes. and there's also it's only also, two, it's only $3 more Yeah. Two, it's $2 more that's not $2 nothing. more and yeah. then there's a, um, an ebook version that you yeah. can put on your ipad yes and so that's so only 6.99 yeah so there's different pricing tiers it's yes. more important to me that you have there. the book yep. than for me to try and make a killing with every offering you have right so just, you know, <laughs> it's just not realistic yeah. to think yeah. any one of your properties is going to be a million dollars. Yeah,
1: idea. yeah, it's true. You know? Instead, you just think you're going to do the best with it and keep going. And yeah. so I'm really looking forward to this and just seeing uh, and getting to go to your variety show, which y'all, he didn't, he didn't even tell me this. But I said this before we got on air that I totally see him having, and I'm going to be praying for this y'all and just putting it out there in the spirit and cheering him on as I see him having his own variety TV show tv and digital they pay more for digital but hmm. for the sake of you i want you to have all of them i want I, you to have I all of them the, the,
2: Thank you. all Thank of them you. and so
1: i could totally see you doing that because there's no limits Thank to what you, you can do creatively
2: yeah the um the way i've described the show that i do is yeah. it's uh, the Chappelle Show meets Lawrence Welk, mm, so it's yeah. it's sketches, it's stand up, yes. it's also song and dance, and it's, it's for it's
1: everyone. Really, can the whole and whole family can yeah, watch it?
2: That was another thing that yeah. I really appreciated from your review yes. is it it is family friendly entertainment. Yeah. But you don't really notice it Because no. you're too busy Yes like you're, you're you're in for the ride Yes so. It's not
1: like Let me book Matt Knudsen Family friendly clean comic It's just right. like No I just do this comedy And it happens to be Family friendly
2: Yeah I, One of my um, Most favorite moments yeah. I did the show in Canada Yeah And I'm pushing through mm-hmm. my discomfort in, mm. in bragging about this yeah, a little yeah. bit. But yeah. here we go. Um, Please. I, I did the show yeah. and I was leaving the stage. Mm-hmm. And this had never happened before, but a, a yeah. an elderly gentleman who's probably yeah. 72, three, four years yeah. old caught my forearm and he, he palmed me a $20 bill. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, My wife and I would like to buy you a cup of coffee. Aww. That show was phenomenal. I was like, Hey, yes. thanks. Yes. And at that same show on that same night, there was a guy who was celebrating his 21st birthday with like four of his friends and they were all like yo yeah yeah yeah. taking pictures enjoying it yeah so you're for everybody thank you I think of the demographic of 74 to 21 your
1: demographic is breathing
2: human (laughs) breathing human (laughs) breathing human yeah Yeah. and I think uh, if you're not into what I'm doing stick around it's gonna change in five minutes yeah and I love
1: and you talk about really personal and sometimes adult matters but still from a family friendly perspective and that is very creative Thank you. to do Thank so you. y'all you need to go and get have i seen you in anything on amazon also make sure you go and follow matt on instagram on twitter at t-h-e-m-a-t-t-k-n-u-d-s-e-n and then of course his website is matt Knudsen, m-a-t-t-k-n-u-d-s-e-n dot Com. is there anything uh, else com. oh and then of course y'all he has comedy specials out as far as like cds on there he has all types of great merch on his website and so <laughs> Thanks, need man. y'all to go and support it yeah, and you. you know we are all about matt knutson here at laugh about it with shade champagne and on our social media is there anything else you want to share before we wrap into our last that's segment
2: that's it you know i just um i shot Episode one mm-hmm. of season two. Of yes. Shrinking. Congratulations. Uh, Thank you.
1: We so, need to go and watch wh- that show. <laughs> I don't know when that's going to come out. I, ha- I yeah. have
2: no idea. I may have already shot. The I need to watch season going one, going
1: back and watch it.
2: Um, even if I wasn't a part of the uh, yeah. the show, I really love it. Yeah. I really love it. I'm very grateful. Put that for
1: on it. the list. See, but this is when it's good to watch TV and, and film, is when you support those you love and yeah. things you enjoy. Oh, so absolutely. then we're going to watch it. Totally. Shrinking TV show. Let's add it to the lineup. All right, so it's time for our final segment, It's All Good, where we share a good news story that is happening. And shout out to Mandisa from her song, Good News. This is the intro and outro of this segment. We all need more good news, positivity, and optimism. We are often only hearing about the negative and bad things happening, but there are also great things happening too. There are good things to celebrate. We are also now accepting audio messages from you sharing your good news and positive stories. You can submit them to me at my email, shadeschampagnemusic at gmail.com, or on any of my social media platforms, and you can write it out. If you have an audio message, make sure you email it to me, and we would love to play it live on the show. We wanna hear your good news, and guess what? You'll receive free swag and merch from our celebrity and special guests who come to the show. So, this title, this is from goodnewsnetwork.org. You can sign it. up there, and they send you free good news stories happening around the country and world every day. Great. This is from January 25th of this year, and I almost was like, when I heard this story and I saw it <laughs> on his social media. So the title says teen who was told he'd never walk with cerebral palsy just took first place in a bodybuilding competition. Oh goodness, wow. Hunter Moore is just like any other teen athlete. He loves to play sports, made the varsity team and doesn't mind throwing up a few gym selfies on his Instagram. It's all genetics, bro. He says laughingly while pumping his nearly 20 inch bicep. The genetics in Moore's case is dice. Dystonic cerebral palsy from a stroke he suffered as an infant that left him partially paralyzed on his left side. In this case, the genetics are the obstacle to overcome, not the immutable advantage some athletes enjoy. Yet Moore was born into a military family and so received an upbringing full of dictates to never give up, to prove them all wrong, and it drove Hunter to spend most of his childhood building a body that was capable of the rigors of athletics. Mm. For seven years, he always made his school soccer teams and now plays as the long snapper for his junior varsity football team, while regularly posting pretty impressive weightlifting numbers that even a non-paralyzed person could feel safe bragging about. (laughs) <laughs> Even though he can't use his left arm for isolated lifts, he still tries to incorporate it as often as possible for the sake of symmetry, one of the bodybuilding's most important judging criteria. He'll lock his left arm around a bar and pry it away from where it usually Sits tucked up into his armpit. Like this, he can do a squat or a deadlift. By the time he competed last summer in the Professional Natural Bodybuilding Association, he was pressing 120 pounds with one arm and deadlifting 405 pounds. He took first place in his category in Dallas, Texas, and competed again in November in Las Vegas to win first place in the professional class for men's disabled standing. In an interview, Moore described posing on stage as one of the scariest things that I've ever attempted Mm. but the whistles and cheers he received were a tangible reward for an amount of hard work that the majority of people, disabled or not, cannot manage. I will define myself and not let cerebral palsy or anyone else define me, he told Joker Magazine, adding that he plans to go to university to study marine biology and hopes to also pursue motivational speaking. Wow. Hey, How amazing
2: is that? Great, what yeah. a great, great story. Yeah. Also, it reminded me one of my favorite quotes yeah. from Harrison Ford is Han Solo. He mm-hmm. said, never tell me the odds, mm. you know? Just like, yeah, dude, no, yes. I don't need to hear the odds, yes.
1: just. Yeah, and I'll I'll send you to, um, once we get off air, send y'all his, and I'll post it on my stories too, his Instagram, so you can see. He looks phenomenal. I bet. I was just like, it's like, wow, what an inspiration. Yeah, an and I, I,
2: something tells me it happened because mm-hmm. um, he exercised his biggest muscle, his brain. Yes. And yes, told himself he could do it. Yes,
1: there's nothing like, we always talk about this, there's nothing like mental fortitude, mm-hmm. and it's the mind, but also the heart heart and union and knowing like that we can be our best and experience the best life we can for us and it may not look like other people but it doesn't matter because we're living our lives and we get to redefine that and so
2: so true so so true
1: we love that that is our good news story of the week Thank you for tuning into episode 71 of Laugh About It with Sade Champagne on KJBU 99.3 FM. Also, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Black History Month. And what's so awesome is this being only the third Black-owned radio station in all of California. And then when I own mine one day, which is what I'm praying for, and we know it will happen in due time, it'll question be the time, fourth one.
3: <laughs>
2: Pete, Lee, Pete Lee is like,
1: every time you say something, Sade, I know it's going to happen. That's I just
2: right. know it and believe it. See it in your mind. See it in your life. Yes.
1: And so thank you to our amazing special guest, Matt Knudsen. Please follow him on Instagram and Twitter at T-H-E. M A T T K N U D S E N. And his official website is M A T T K N U D S E N.com. You can book him there as well. Book him now while he's possibly still affordable. Don't wait. <laughs> to I tell y'all this all the time and you never listen. And then you just be like, Shade, now this person's two books. I told you. So well, pay the, attention f- now.
2: For the record, <laughs> my prices are already phenomenal. I was going to uh, say, uh, I figured. Just, uh, I figured. Yeah, it's uh, $600,000 a show. <laughs> Inside, <laughs> you're worth
1: it i believe it <laughs> be sure to purchase this new book have i seen you in anything on amazon our final song is another brand new one and celebrating valentine's day and love brandon lake nothing new i do thanks to everyone for supporting the expansion of laugh about it with sade champagne thank you that you guys share my reviews you are excited about my live events and everything that i'm up to and we are so so grateful we cannot do this without you i'm sade champagne and thanks for listening to my new radio show <laughs>
5: all the songs
0: heart are like good medicine
1: welcome to my brand new show a new kind of comedy
0: Us higher when life is feeling low. We will blossom like a flower, fill our mouths with laughter, gives us strength to glow. Special guest comedians, funny story
1: segments too. We want to know what makes you laugh, what you joy when you are blue. Thank you for tuning in. Tell your family, tell a friend. Laughter is a gift for all. So share your smile and let's
0: stand tall. Laugh, about it, laugh about it. With Sade Champagne. Laugh about it, laugh about it. With Chaudy Champagne. There is so much more in store. We have so much to live for. champagne